Hello, good morning. We just welcome you. I wanted to come on uh, Facebook Live real quick and I wanted to uh, basically share a teaching and a training on how to turn your problems into opportunities. And uh, you can go ahead and turn to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Uh, I wanted to show you something in our leadership training uh, we have that we teach here at Boomerang. One of the things that we talk about a lot is that uh, you can go ahead and drop that scripture off for now. Uh, one of the things that we teach about is that issues and problems equal opportunities. Now, this is something uh, that uh, Pastor J.B. Whitfield, Pastor Chris DiCiaccio, Dr. Dean Radke, this is something that I've learned from them. And it has been incredibly helpful to my personal life, also to the ministry. But one of the things that we want to do is look at this. How many people have ever had issues and problems come up in your life? I know, I think that's pretty much everybody. All of us have had issues and problems at some point. And uh, I always, when I think about this, I always think, you got issues. But anyway, there's everybody has something come up. The question is, what do you do with those issues and problems? Because if you just leave the the issues and problems alone and you add nothing to the equations, you're not going to get opportunities to come out of it. They will stay issues and problems. But if we change our mindset on what is going on and how we can take those issues and problems and turn them into opportunities, then we will start to see how to benefit even when problems come up in our life. And then all of a sudden, we're not scared of the issues and problems anymore. We start to move into the place where actually we can look at issues and problems and say, oh man, what is God going to bring out of this issue and problem? So one of the things that we also talk about in the leadership is this, is that growth without change is impossible. So in order for us to grow, we have to have change. Well, issues and problems that we run up against uh, in our organization, in our corporation, in a church, in our personal lives, issues and problems, all they do is they highlight growth areas for us. Well, when we start to realize that we're not going to grow without change, issues and problems can become our friend because they will shine the light on an area like that, uh, that we need to change in. And now we can then grow in that area. And so we start looking, hey, here's an issue. If we fix this issue or we fix this problem, we can step up. However, what happens is so many times, anybody ever received a phone call and it's like that bad phone call, it's an issue, it's a problem. Nobody seems to like getting that phone call. But if you'll grab what I'm talking about today, all of a sudden that phone call, it changes and you will start to see that, hey, God just afforded me an area and an, a place to have opportunities in my life. So let's look at this scripture, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says this, No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. Now, the first thing that I want to point out here is that when it says no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man, what that's saying is this, is that I'm not going to be in a temptation that's beyond my capability to handle with God in the mix. 
In other words, it's not going to be beyond mankind's capability. So if I find myself in a temptation, I can know that God actually has a place in that and that I have the ability with him to handle that temptation. The other thing in that first sentence that I want to point out is this. Is there a situation where you are not tempted to drop faith? In our lives in this earth, there's no situation, there's no moment that we will get into, there's no issue or problem that we will get into where we are not tempted by the corruption of our flesh or maybe what the devil's trying to do. There's no situation where we're not tempted to drop faith. So then when this scripture says no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man, what it's saying is this, is that I won't find myself in a situation that God and I together can't handle. Well, that brings a ton of confidence right there because all of a sudden I know. And look at what it says next. It says, and God is faithful. This is the key point of this verse. I can miss it. I cannot be faithful, but God is always faithful. So in other words, if I'll just simply turn to him, him, hand him what I have, hand him the issue and problem, and give him my obedience, God is faithful to turn it into an opportunity. And look at the promise as it continues. God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation, we'll provide the way of escape also so that you will be able to endure it. All right. So what this is saying to us is that no matter what issue or problem that I find myself in, if I find myself in that situation, I, I'm a man so I can handle it with God. God will be faithful in that situation. But it's also saying that God wouldn't even allow me to be in the issue or the problem if he wasn't going to provide a way of escape. In other words, if I find myself in a situation with issues and problems, I can already have confidence this thing's already solved. And not only that, he says here, he will provide the way of escape. But not only that, now let's go to 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says this, But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. So if I understand that I'm in a situation and tempted to drop faith in that situation, but God is faithful and he will provide a way of escape. Not only that, but that knowledge of him leads me to this verse that, that God now promises me and says, thanks be to God who always will take this situation, who always will lead me in Christ to the victory. So I know that the end result, if I will add God to the equation, I know it will lead to victory and opportunities. Well, that changes it because most of the time when we hear issues and problems, we're like, oh man, not another problem. But if I know these promises, then I can look at these issues and problems and say, look, this is an opportunity for us to grow. This is an opportunity if it's a problem with a person. This is an opportunity actually for our relationship to grow stronger. All I have to do is this. I have to 
add or multiply the equation. I have to multiply the issue and the problem. And I have to add the God factor. And when I add the God factor, everything changes. And see, it's not me. It's not me that needs to be great. God already is great. I just have to multiply my issue and my problem by God. And if I will take, let God lead me, he will always lead me to the opportunity. He will always lead me to the victory. Amen. And so one of the things now when I see that is when I have this issue and this problem, all I have to do is I just say, all right, Lord, I'm adding you to the equation. I might not have the wherewithal. I might not have everything that I need. But what I do have is I have you. And if I'll take you, inject you into the issue and problem, it's guaranteed to come out as an opportunity. It's guaranteed to come out as a triumph. Now, the only other thing is a lot of times people will try to do that at the beginning. And they actually will add God to the equation. But then time passes. And they don't see the opportunity or the triumph manifest. Turn to Hebrews 6 and verse 12. Hebrews 6 and verse 12 says this. So that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those. Another translation says, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. So in other words, if I will add God to the equation... And I will then be patient and let God do what God does. There is no other result but for the issue and the problem to turn into an opportunity. Now, let me tell you how I use this myself. Many times when I see a situation arise or I see a problem start to come up in my life, uh, be it in the ministry, uh, be it in business that I've been in before, or be it just in our personal life. Used to, I would just be down because it's like issue of problem. I just wish it would go away. But with the combination of these verses and adding God into the issue and problem, multiplying God into the equation and keeping him there through patience and faith, I have the assurance. I know that he's leading me to triumph. And so now when I... I I start getting uh, I, I start getting into laughter now when the devil tries different things. He tries to bring up this problem with this person, this problem with this person. Because see, when you start, God is love, and when you start to add love into an issue and problem, it starts solving that issue and problem. It starts turning it around. I've had so many times where where somebody was trying to cause trouble. They're trying to do something. I just inject God into the equation by faith. I sit there in patience, and all the sudden the love of God goes to work it starts to manifest and all of a sudden triumph turns and people look and say how did that happen that's amazing this looked like it was absolutely going to fail it looked like it was such a be going to be such a big cataclysmic problem and failure and now it's an opportunity now it's a triumph 
And the reason is because God is faithful, like that first verse said. God is faithful to his word. And if we will learn that and apply that, we can turn those issues and problems into opportunities. What happens if a whole group of people get a hold of that and they stop walking and letting issues and problems remain, but they start multiplying God into the equation and you have a group of believers, the body of Christ, that rises up into some triumph, turns those things into opportunity. They're growing, growing, growing. All of a sudden you have a body of Christ that starts to pile on the blessings. Hope rises up even in an area. That's what we're called to do, to bring the hope of God. Issues and problems come up for so many people, they drop hope. But for a believer who knows the word of God and will apply this in their life, all of a sudden they'll look at an issue and problems start smiling. They'll start getting, they'll start laughing at the devil because you thought you were going to derail something. And all you're doing is providing the springboard to that victory and triumph. Thanks, devil. I appreciate the opportunity that you just provided through these issues and problems. I'm going to add God to it. God's going to do what God does. He's going to be who he is. His character and nature is going to shift this and turn these issues and problems. And I'm going to walk out the victor because I'm his child. He loves me. And he's going to show me exactly what to do and give me the wisdom. Or he's going to just fix all of it all by himself. Lord, do what you want to do with this issue and problem. Let's see. I'm excited to see how this thing now turns out. I'm not down about it. I'm excited. I'm going to let hope, a joyful, confident expectation arise in me. So I've seen this work for years now. And I'm telling you, there's so many times where it looked like it was the worst thing. And I just put God in the equation. God is faithful. And that thing turned. The issues and problems went away. And the opportunity and the victory arose. God's not a respecter of person. You can have the, that exact same triumph in your life. You can turn those issues and problems into opportunities. The difference is, do you know and do you trust the promises? Do you know and trust the character and nature of God? And will you add him to your equation and keep him there? If you will, you will have the opportunities and the victories that I've had. And you will have more as you continue to go further. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all have a great day. I love you. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.